Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Gambling! How you doing this week, Eric? Yes, I'm doing excellent. I'm, I'm all caught up in my May summer movie season movies. Awesome. Well, um, for May being totally over and uh, we're like a week into June, that's pretty good. Yeah, man. I've seen four movies now in summer movie season, so I'm doing all right. Cool. Uh, mm. Yes. Mm, I bet that tasted good yes. coming out. Uh, so, well, no, actually, it was <laughs> it it was uh, kind of stanky coming out, but still a little tasty. That's the, how the movies have been. Well, yeah, I was gonna say that sounds exactly like <laughs> my, my experience with uh, summer movies thus far. Mm. Well, stanky. Uh, well, so the movie, the summer movies I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Is Captain America: Civil War, which was awesome, right? Um, Neighbors two, mm-hmm. uh, X Men Apocalypse, and Angry Birds. And uh, and you know we 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 released our civil your Civil War uh, spoiler free review. Yeah, uh, but maybe we can get in back into it at the end of this episode because I've seen it now. I yes. I, I snuck out of work, aka um, <laughs> uh, a little parenting work. To uh, to go see it, I know you. I do you proud. All right. Well, let's start with X Men Apocalypse. Right. So. So wait. You know, but, we've said before we don't like the X Men movies on the whole. Right, and it's been but, the same the same uh, director Brian Singer, yeah. except for the best one, which was X Men First Class, which was I think Matthew Vaughn mm-hmm. did it. So of course that was the that was the crown jewel, <laughs> but. Yeah, it's like the 2000 X-Men movies weren't good. I no. mean, the first one sucked. The second one was decent, and the third one sucked. And everyone everyone likes to point out that the third one sucked, including Brian Singer, because he didn't do that one either. Because hmm. um, he was too busy making shitty Superman Returns. He did that one? Yeah. Ugh. I know, man. This guy sucks. Wow. So wait, so he rips on X-Men 3, but he did Superman Returns, which is a reboot so bad that they rebooted it. Yeah, it was super bad. Mm. Um, and it was, you know, and, and those original X-Men movies, they're like, all right, we have, a, we found a star in Wolverine. Right. So let's just make it all about Wolverine all the time. Right. But but that works because they kind of did that previously anyway. Like, you know, Marvel kind of found a star character in Wolverine. And like, there was even a cartoon show called Wolverine and the X-Men. Right, but after the first couple episodes of that, it became just like an X-Men cartoon, which and it made it way better. Yeah, I'm just saying that like Marvel did the same kind of thing. It was all like Wolverine, 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 you know, all the time until we got burned out of Wolverine and then Marvel killed him off. But it was just like when they did, um, shit, what's the X-Men cartoon that came out in like 2001? Uh, Evolution. I loved X-Men Evolution, and Wolverine is just a side player in that. Mm-hmm. He didn't need to be any more, and he it was perfect. It was the great version of Wolverine in that. But anyways, 2000s X-Men's, they decided to go all Wolverine all the time. They're like, hey, we've got Jean Grey, Cyclops, Storm. What should we do with them? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Just give them a couple lines. Make them really shadow, shallow and one-dimensional. That's, I mean, Storm, she has white hair. Yeah. Jean Grey, Jean Grey Wolverine wants to bang her. Cyclops, you can make him a douche. All right, good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> X-Men are covered. I, I think I think Storm, out of everybody, Storm has the most character growth throughout the movies just because her wig gets better. 
Yeah, that's about it. I mean, they gave more action and lines to fucking little Iceman in the second movie and stuff. And it's like, dude. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, so then, then they make X-Men First Class. Mm. I'm pretty sure it's directed by Matthew Vaughn, who's the guy who did Kick-Ass. I'm gonna, I better Google that now before I just keep saying the wrong <laughs> thing. Anyway, it was it was great, and everything that was great about it is how it was like new and different, and it was like a reboot done right in the same kind of vein as the uh, the new Star Trek movies, where they're like dun dun dun, you know, like um, parallel universe kind of stuff. No, yeah, Matthew Vaughn, and it's and he's the fucking man because he did Kick Ass and he did Kingsman. Oh man, he's the man. Yeah. So, but X Men First Class was good. I mean, they're, they're like, all right, we know that all three X-Men movies so far have just been Professor X and Magneto debating philosophies. <laughs> the, the whole time. Debating philosophies. Yeah, philosophies. <laughs> I'm a philosophizer. So, um, <laughs> that sounds like a real they're product. Like, right. <laughs> they're like, all right, we know that's all, all they do is they just debate back and forth. And they mm-hmm. say old friend. So let's go back and find out when they actually were friends. Mm. And just for fun, we'll throw in Mystique and we'll ask her, her fucking opinion too, even though in the sixties, no one give a shit, chick. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but um, so but it, it was it was okay because it was a it was a cool origin story. You actually got to see them all be friends, and um, it, it was totally fun. worked. But when that movie ended, it should have ended. Mm. That should have been it. It have been like we have now seen Professor X and Magneto back in the day. We're good. Yeah. Now you know they they fucking talked all talked their asses off as old men. Now we saw what led up to that when they were friends. We're good, but of course it was popular and successful. So like, all right, let's take this movie, and we're gonna give it a title that's gonna make everyone see it. Days of Future Past, right. but it's actually gonna suck because Brian Singer's back because he's like, oh shit, someone made a good X Men movie without me. <laughs> but you know what I'm gonna do? I'm going to bring back everything that you hated about the 2000s x-men movies yeah but but the way they build it it's always like marketing genius where he's like guess what guys boom we're, we're having this character from the comics that you really loved and boom we're doing this story and bam it sounds so good yeah he's like i'm gonna bring back 12 of the characters from those earlier movies that you didn't really care about <laughs> and now i am going to kill them i'm going to kill them which sounded good at first until it was just like hard to watch you're like no actually mm-hmm. this kind of sucks watching them all die yeah um but can, can i just say the first first class had a great scene where the mutants kind of like all get drunk and use their powers and are like having a good time yeah. and uh and that was awesome it was like you know just little moments like that that make them feel like you know like real people yeah everyone says x everyone uh, says x-men days of future past it was like the benchmark it's the best one but it fucking sucked dude Mm. it sucked in two different generations because it's like <laughs> Professor X and Magneto and Mystique all going around and around with the same fucking arguments again no we should be like this no we should be like that fuck you both I think we should do this like oh my god we don't care Yeah, can't we just save the world or something it's like you guys suck and then the only good part was it's Quicksilver that's true that it. that's true Quick, Quicksilver and um now you're right. Like the action, even like uh, J Law did like a couple scenes where she's like talking or debating with somebody while she's like kicking ass and not even paying attention to how much ass she's like kicking. She's like not even giving a shit while she like you know like kills like a whole like military you know strike team. It was weird because Hugh Jackman and Wolverine 
who had way too much screen time and importance for the 2000s X-Men's. And then these new ones, way too much screen time and importance for fucking Mystique. Who gives a shit? But they managed to catch Jennifer Lawrence and rope her into a three-movie picture deal. So they had to suddenly make Mystique the most important (laughs) X-Men of all time, second only to Wolverine. Right. And then, God forbid, and then we had to fucking put them both together in the same damn movie last time. It it feels it feels like it was gonna get really expensive, you know. Like, all right, we got these great actors; they're in. Everybody knows them. They're gonna go like see them kick ass on screen again. But like, how much money did they have to spend? I hope it was a lot. Yeah. Well, so now we got X Men Apocalypse mm. and uh, Wolverine, pretty much gone. Mm-hmm. His part was actually okay in this, but God, he's not, he's, he doesn't need to be in every fucking movie. But can we can, can we just say that like uh, can we just say this is going to be a spoilerific review? Yeah, yeah, it's it yeah, it's June. The movie came out in May, yeah. so Apocalypse. They give him an origin story. Who gives a shit? He's right. back and he's like, oh, I'm gonna fucking burn the world down. But first, I'm gonna waste all this time collecting mutants that you will basically never see again the rest of the movie. No, and it was, and and can I just say, Apocalypse sucked. Sucked. He sucks so bad, dude. I mean, Apocalypse is boring. Good, all right, good actor, you know, working with what he had, whatever, but, like, the the script was overall just bad, just awful. And so, Apocalypse, as an example, what's his plan, right? He comes back, his plan, I guess, is to, like, remake the world by destroying it. Right, but he actually doesn't need any of the guys he's collecting. And then he's he's like, check this out, motherfuckers! I can make you more powerful. Uh, except, uh, not really. Actually, you know, like uh, Psylocke, perfect example. What did she actually get out of him, like making her more powerful? Because she doesn't actually do anything outside of like what she was already doing, which is like, the little purple, uh, pink side blade. Yeah, they just it's just longer now. I mean, maybe. And then, you know, he turns Angel. Angel's wings are hurt, so he, you know, like, instead of putting him down, they take him to, like, you know, rehab and, you know, make him, like, metal angels' wings. He's got, so he's basically, somebody said, like, all right, so he's basically as dangerous as a gun now. He's, like, a guy who can fly, can shoot blades. That's terrible. Like, Apocalypse doesn't have, like, good sense about, like, who he just, like, upgrades the first four mutants that he comes across and the one guy that he kind of lucks out on is Magneto, because then Magneto can yeah. suddenly destroy the whole entire freaking planet. Yeah, well, that's fucking dumb, too. Ah. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, Apocalypse, he wasn't ever really cunning. Mm-hmm. He was just this big, boastful guy. The only time he was cunning is when he found Professor X, and he's like, oh, I can use you. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he just kind of sucked. It's like every time he talked, it was like the fucking Morpheus speech from Matrix 2. <laughs> Zion, hear me. Stop your raving. You know, I was just like, oh, God, dude, shut the fuck up, man. But, um, so yeah, he sucked. Uh, Magneto, just for fun, just killed his wife and kid. Dude, Stupid. that was, I, I, you know, I was digging that part. I was like, yo, he's got what? a wife. He's, no, check it out, check it out. Because, like, I'm like, all right, so who, you know the plot is like, all right, we're we've we've advanced eight years, ten years into the future. Who gives a crap? I don't really care about these characters anymore. He has a wife and kid, and he gets found out. I'm like, oh no, the here come the police. They're gonna ruin his perfect life, right? And he's like, you know, how is he gonna use his mutant powers? How's he gonna get out of this? And then suddenly, suddenly, you didn't know 
that there was a Marvel crossover happening in this movie, but one of the Polish police officers is totally Hawkeye. He's like, check this out. Cha cha! I got two and one, baby. Yay, <laughs> wife and kid. Cha! He fucking he... fires a bow, a bow th- fires an arrow through the daughter's back and into the wife's chest while not even looking at them. Oh, it's brilliant. I was like, it's Hawkeye, man. Hawkeye totally <laughs> pissed off Magneto. Without even looking at them. It was like, it, it was basically, they, they fucking basically fridged Magneto's family. Oh, yeah. It was just no reason. Come on, you didn't have to kill them. It's like now, he's Magneto's like fully like I'm okay with him doing being bad now. I'm okay. Your wife and kid were just killed. You should fucking kill everybody. I don't even give a shit anymore. Uh, he got over it so fucking fast too. That was true. He was like, "Well, fuck. I have no reason to live. I'll just kill the planet." All right, I'm in the middle of destroying the planet. Ah, I guess I can get talked out of it. Yeah, uh, hey, we're, we're, we used to be friends, and then even at the end, he's kind of having a chuckle. So, uh, oh, all right, I'm going to leave. Bye, guys. I was just dumb. Bye. It's like, you should be, like, just weeping all the time. I mean, shouldn't they have just killed him after that? We're like, yo, you're way too powerful to live. Sorry, dude. You need to kill yourself or somebody's got to kill you because, yeah, I mean, you could just, like, this could happen at, like, the drop of a hat, like his favorite football team losers. Fuck the planet. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Oh, that was fucking stupid. But, um... I gotta say, every scene that involved Nightcrawler, Cyclops, Jean Grey, and Quicksilver was awesome. Be- let's say better than everything else that happened. Yes, they were the best B team of all time. Mm-hmm. The- every time they were in a scene together, it was great. And like the side plot when they go to uh, Stryker's base from X Men Two, because yeah. fucking Brian Singer can't help but recall his shitty movies all the time. Yeah, they, they go back there and those guys are creeping around and, and trying to rescue people and stuff. So good, man. I loved those three were great. And with Quicksilver, they were great. Quicksilver's um, power scene again. Awesome. I don't know. I'm I mean, up. not as good as the first one because it was like kind of rip off of it. But I still loved how he saved everyone in the X-Mansion. It was uh, it was exactly like that. They were like, "Okay, guys, what did people really love last time? Let's just do that, but more." So, all right, there's an explosion, and he has to save every single person. And it, you know, it's very silly, but it's kind of like, man, I've fucking seen this. Like, you could have done this in three seconds. Instead, there's like five minutes of him saving saving every single person. Like, ah, fuck, come on, you know. Like, mm. I, and plus, like, uh, you know, like in the last X Men movie, he, you know, he looked. I just got to say, the actor looked younger. Now he looks old. His face is is aging, and he doesn't look as young as everybody else. So yeah, it's but just, he's it's just 10 very years strange. older, though. I know, he, I know. He might have been the only guy that actually aged 10 years. Like, these three movies were done in six years. Yeah. And they're supposed to be done in 17 years, I think. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Um, anyway, I, I was I wasn't in love with that scene. I was like, I ah, just get it over with. And then even later, later when he's like hauling around Mystique, that is one of the worst looking effects. The entire in a, in a movie of special effects, when he like picks up Mystique like she weighs nothing, like she's like I don't know a chair or a log or something. He's like Pachoo! like running around with her, sort of holding her. It's just the worst. I just I loved Cyclops and Nightcrawler and Jean Grey. They gave them stuff to do. They gave them personalities. They gave mm. them some humor. I loved it. And for me, the agonizing part of this movie was the best part of the movie was the last 30 seconds. And that's <laughs> not snarky saying, yep. oh, the best part of the movie is when it ended. No, the best part is 30 seconds before the movie ends 
They have built the danger room. Mm-hmm. The X-Men team is Cyclops, Storm, Jean Grey, Nightcrawler, and Quicksilver. They are all in their classic uniforms. Nightcrawler is in his black and red. Cyclops has got a blue and yellow number going on with a fucking working visor. Mm. Storm looks cool. Quicksilver looks cool. I mean, Jean Grey, whatever. I mean, and then they're about to tackle the, the danger room. And I was like, oh, my God, why couldn't the movie have started right here? <laughs> yep. Like, we just had to go through two hours of shit to get to the last 30 seconds. Like, this is what we want. And they're like, next time. See? No, this is what, right there would have been so cool, dudes. <laughs> I, I will add to that and say it took them six movies to get to, to those 30 seconds. Well, I mean, X-Men First Class was cool. Yes, but I'm just like, all right, this is what we wanted. Yeah. Like five movies, six movies ago, and we're yeah. finally getting like teased with it as like a throwaway thing at the very end. Like that's the team, and it was it's but it was also also laughable because and Mystique was in her actual costume too. It was like yay cool, mm-hmm. but then she was like, like their teacher, like oh, I'm gonna fucking teach you guys. And I was like shut the fuck up and go change into something. Like mm-hmm. I don't mean like clothes. I mean just go shape shift. It's like <laughs> how who the fuck made you the freaking teacher of the X Men? You know. Yeah, but I it's mean, just like we've got mm. Katniss locked into this last movie. We've got to just make her super important. Like she was some kind of like revolutionary mutant. Yeah, fight the power with Mystique. Well, uh, so many times throughout this movie, like if you, I, I didn't see X three, but like in this movie, if you hadn't seen the first two, you, I think people might be dumbfounded as to why they made the choices they made because it felt like George Lucas style prequels were yeah. like happening where every single character every single choice all the like the locations you know that they're all like paying a tribute or just like doing a callback to the previous two movies like why like you don't need to tell a like an effective story by like just doing callback after callback after callback the worst of these is the decision to go to canada like they're doing the story about like apocalypse and the ending of the world and oh shit and then suddenly all of a sudden we get this like sidetrack over to canada so they yeah. could like say like, hey, guess what, guys? This is how Wolverine got out. Ha ha! Yeah, yeah, we answered that question. And this is why he likes Jean Grey because she secretly helped heal part of his mind back in the day. It's so fucking stupid. There was no reason for them to like to side quest out to Canada. It was, it dumb. was stupid. Although it was my favorite part because it put the young three in charge. I know. I was like, thank God. But no, no, not only. Are those callbacks totally unnecessary? But just in case you weren't sure they were callbacks, he would play a sting of the 2000 movie soundtrack <laughs> right over it. The fuck it? He was like, yo, check this out. We're different. Yo, we're referencing my old movies again. Here they go. And they fucking play the old soundtrack. I was like, oh my God, Brian Singer. Yeah. Someone take the reins. So there are also a lot of plot holes. We're not getting into all of them because no. there's a lot. But here's, here's one. So in. Uh, when they take them to Canada, when Stryker's like, uh, take all the plot-sensitive mutants, anyone with a couple lines, we want them. Everyone else can fuck off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Even right. though he wants them all later in the, in the future. Right? Yeah, it's just dumb. So yeah. Jean, Jean Grey makes them invisible. Yeah. Right? Why yeah. didn't they just stay invisible forever? Like, they get into the base and they're sneaking around and I'm like, fuck, they don't need to sneak around. They're invisible, right? No, no, they got back in the base and their powers are all canceled again. Yeah. Because Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler couldn't teleport mm-hmm. in there or something. That was dumb. Dumb. Yeah. Um, no, it was... So we, we, we also have in this movie, there's an Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull callback. 
which is the the main character Charles Xavier. I would say he's the main character maybe of this movie besides Magneto. Um, his old hookup from a previous movie comes into this movie for no reason, exists throughout the movie, and is in a ton of scenes for no reason. Uh, Moira McTaggart did not need yeah. to be in this movie at all. No. Do Brian Singer just wanted to take the one movie he didn't do and be like, oh, remember in that one when Charles Xavier wiped her mind? It's not what it, I wouldn't have done that, so I'm going to go fix that now. He totally retcons it, and that's the only reason she's in the movie. You know, like, it could have been, like, in most scenes, she's just on the outside going, what's happening? What's happening? Yeah. Oh, my God. And she doesn't have any power. She can't contribute really in any way. In, like, the first scene, she discovers, like, the, the pyramid, but she really didn't need to be there. I mean, she just she's in there for no reason, like Marion in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. So when, as soon as I realized that, every time she was on screen, I'm like, oh, more of this. Yeah, they they killed Havoc for, like, there was no reason to kill Havoc. No, I mean, there was, why did they kill off Havoc? Oh, I'll tell you. Here's the theory, because they even bring it up later. They're, they're asking Mystique. They're like, oh, she's like, we used to call ourselves the X-Men, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what happened to all you guys? And she's like, oh, we're pretty much all dead. I'm like, yes, because Brian Singer killed them. <laughs> He's like, oh, fucking Banshee and Havoc and Angel. They were all really cool. Like, whatever that girl with the butterfly wings. Uh, something angel or something. Yeah. They're like, those were all cool, but they weren't in my movie, so now I'm going to kill them. It was just strange. It was like Quicksilver saves every single person, and it's like, oh, shit, where's Havoc? And everyone's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It was like, well, there wasn't even like kind of, they didn't like really touch on it as like a noble sacrifice, you know, or no. anything like it that. Just it was like just like, where is he? I don't know. Yeah. It was like basically he is accidentally reason why the whole mansion blew up. Yeah, he kind of killed, nearly killed every single person. Like, good, he, good thing, and and... Wow, good thing Quicksilver showed up exactly when he did. <laughs> because otherwise there would have been like 50 dead charred bodies. Uh, Perfect and timing. Can we do it? I mean, they made fun of this in Deadpool and it totally happens again where they destroy the X-Mansion. And then know, it's rebuilt right? again. <laughs> oh, and then they easily rebuilt it. They're like, all this drywall's in a zillion pieces, but, you know, I can just use my mind to push it back together. Magneto's like, I'll help. Yeah. Come on, dude. Come on. Like, it was like fucking perfect. I was like, Jean Grey and Magneto should should just fucking go into business like property brothers or something <laughs> but they could just geez they could just fucking remake the twin towers in like a day yep it's so fucking easy look you just sit, sit with your mind and it all goes back together i have no idea i bet you those toilets don't fucking work i bet you they <laughs> did not i bet that they didn't really take a look at the indoor plumbing yo it's like it's like that old movie that nobody remembers uh, gung-ho where they make like a thousand cars in like a month, but they they do it without like screws or important yeah. things, and they all fall apart. Yeah, I mean, this movie sucked. It was terrible. It was awful. Like, it gave you, it gives you just enough, like they always do. You know, like I said, I love the younger crew. I just wish the the movie had started with the end. And but I was like, but in my mind, I'm like, all right, well, cool. The next movie is going to give us what we want. They've already said the next movie is going to time jump to the 90s. Uh, so the next movie, this new X-Men team, is already going to be like eight years of X-Men around. So they'll probably be fucking jaded. Like, can't this next movie be one year later? They're like, no, this totally works. See, it's fucking awesome. We do 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. It's like, come on, dude. We're going to time jump again? Just give them one year. Let's have these guys be a rookie X-Men team figuring shit out in the 80s. That sounds awesome. Nope. 
Like, no, no, we've already established one decade at a time. It's I Love the 90s is next. Yeah, it's 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 like, uh, you ever see the movie Dungeons and Dragons, where they do like a time jump uh, midway through? It's yeah, that bad. Oh, yeah, it's, it's like, give us, like, those main characters are great as these young characters figuring shit out. Let's just pick up right there. No, let's, don't age them eight years, or it could be more. I mean, eight years is like the beginning of the night, because this was like 1983. Yeah. You age them eight years, it's like freaking 91, like... There'll probably even be more than that. It's like, come on, dudes, leave them right here. It's the 80s. You can have them wear their funky uniforms because it was the 80s. Mm-hmm. Like, this is perfect. Don't fucking age them to the 90s, you idiots. Just do this, man. Just do this and make the juggernaut the bad guy. <laughs> come on. Where do they go? A uh, Magneto's? Oh, they they want to go to Dark Phoenix again right now. Really? Did you see she get all no. Dark Phoenixy in this movie? Yeah, and it was kind of. It was kind of like. There's there's so many like callbacks or setups. It was kind of it was hard to keep track. Like, are you calling back to X three or are you setting up for X nine? I don't know. No, this next movie should be one year later, mm. and it's gonna be in the nineties. And it's like, fuck you guys. You guys are gonna fucking ruin this next one, aren't you? Well, they are ruining this. <laughs> Wait, I mean, can, can I just say cringeworthy when somebody says, and I quote, "Hey guys, look." flight suits oh my god no i I get laughed out loud watching that flight suits that look like the fucking 2000s body armor and i I was like wait a second wait a second did they just make a joke did the filmmakers just make a joke i I can't tell are they being serious or were they like poking fun at themselves i couldn't tell yeah man i I couldn't tell you no also also, uh when cyclops says uh, let me find it um because i like i wrote it down because i was like this is so awful uh oh yeah when he says um well when wolverine runs runs off through the snow and cyclops is like well hope that's the last we've seen of that guy yeah (laughs) come on i love nightcrawler though like they gave him a sense of humor and Mm -hmm. i liked him being young he wasn't all like the fucking penitent man (laughs) you know like (laughs) i I gotta fucking carve religious scars all over myself just Mm -hmm. for fun so i said they you know finally i think finally the age-old debate of who's right, Professor X, Magneto, and for some reason Mystique, I think is finally <laughs> over. Who was, finally. Who was right? Who won? Nobody. I mean, I guess at the end, Magneto was like, Professor X is right. But if they're trying to make this all tie-in, we know that he fucking changes his mind and convinces <laughs> Mystique to change her mind, and Mystique then becomes a murderer. Yeah. Like, if you're trying to make it all line up with your 2000s movies, it doesn't at all, dude. Yeah. The Mystique Magneto just oh, I mean Magneto has a change of heart whatever he always does but then Mystique has just become a cold blooded killer and by the way this movie takes place 17 years before 2000 what the fuck happened to Magneto in 17 years <laughs> did he put his face through a microwave <laughs> the guy ages 80 years yeah. between this movie and the original movie like come on dude eh, I mean Professor X too but I mean I guess you could say like he atrophied a little bit in the wheelchair or something but i don't know magneto what the hell happened dude 17 years like he looks it's a bigger uh, facial difference than the obi-wan kenobis that's true that's true well he also like forgot that he could destroy the planets like he was killing every like every single building bridge like etc boulder on the planet was being manipulated by him 
all at once. And then we have to remember the first X movie where he like tosses some cars over and he's like, eh. Well, I guess I think they're going to explain that and say that when Apocalypse died, the his mutant battery went with it. Yeah, but that's the thing is like there was like there's so many things where they're setting up like, all right, this is how Storm got her like crazy powers. Like she wasn't as powerful before. This is how uh, Charles Xavier got as super powerful as he is. You know, like they're setting up justifying the first three movies, like including uh, how Charles lost his hair. Yeah. Oh, Uh, by the way, and who gives a shit about Beast? Yep. Beast is just a plot device. They're like, hey, you know why they keep me around? Because I'm super smart. Check this out. I fucking built a stealth bomber plane. <laughs> like, you fucking sent away for the mail kit. He's like, check out this fucking Blackbird. Undetectable radar. I, I fucking built this. He didn't say they stole it. They bought it from, like, a terrorist country. He's like, yeah, I built this. With a retractable roof through the basketball court. Yeah, that's why they keep me around, because we can explain away shit like this. I'm that, beast. That was great. I love that. I was like, that is the yeah. dumbest thing. It was like, it's not like, hey, look at this, guys. I've I've completed this formula that's, you know, like, blah, blah, blah. No, it's like, I built a plane. <laughs> yeah, all by myself. It's amazing. Oh, man. And then, oh, and my favorite, oh, the other favorite line, because they were constantly having dialogue, the characters, to, like, explain away shit. Uh, you know, they, they didn't need to. You know, when the beast shows up, and he doesn't have his blue, uh, you know, fur sit down. They call him out, and they're like, hey, why aren't you, like, blue and furry? And he's like, it's all good, man. I'm taking meds or whatever. I'm like, oh, you did That was, like, another line that somebody got paid for that you didn't need in this movie at all. Well, I mean, same with Mystique. They both had to explain. They're like, hey, we both know that you guys are fucking super successful actors now, and you wrote and told your agent that you will not be wearing, you will not be sitting in the makeup <laughs> chair for eight hours a day. Yeah. So we've decided to let you both be regular humans for almost all the movie. Yep. So let's see, Beast, you've been taking meds, and Mystique, you'd be like, I don't even fucking know who I am anymore. Yeah. Like, they had some line to her, too. Like, oh, how come you're always in your disguise? And she was like, because I fucking hate blue people. <laughs> And then Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler shows up. Nightcrawler's yeah. like, I'm blue. I was like, I love you, Nightcrawler. That was great. God bless you. Nightcrawler's the best. No, I'm so glad. I'm so glad for that. But, like, yeah, you're right. You know, it's just, like, this, like, th- paper-thin justification that you didn't need in the movie. But, like, it, because, like, the previous movie, like, like, the whole entire arc of these characters were accepting who they are. You know, like, Mystique, yeah. like, being blue all the time in the first movie was, like, that was the entire point of her character was, like, accepting herself, you know? And, like, here she's just like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> so, anyway, um, uh, I've been reading uh, a couple of my friends on Facebook have been saying, hey, I've heard so much negative stuff coming out about this movie before it got released. And then I've heard so many positive things happening, you know, like positive reviews after it's being released. And I'm, I'm, I'm just firmly one of the, the dislikers of X-Men Apocalypse you know, it's like, I think like it sets back the superhero genre like by 10, 10 years or, or 16 years back to the 2000s because like it's just a mindless action flick. But it, but there's not even like that great action in it. You know, no, like it, the action sucks balls. It's like mutant power A, mutant power B, cut to something else. There's no like action. It's just Sony and Brian Singer are really good at making okay x-men movies yeah that's it marvel makes good movies Mm. dc makes shitty ones and (laughs) sony makes 
and X-Men make okay ones. Yeah. Like, these movies are okay. And I think there was good reviews after the movie came out because people are like, ah, oh, I kind of thought it was going to suck worse. So, uh, you know, it's not bad. <laughs> My that- expectations were lowered significantly, and uh, it's, uh, it's okay. See, that's that's why I specifically, what I- uh, I, for whatever reason, I saw it before you, and I, I told you in a text, I was like, oh, it sucks. It's horrible. So I could lower your expectations so maybe you could enjoy it more than yeah. I did because I was like, ah, this is just awful. Like I said, whenever the kids were in the when the, the young mutants were in, I was like, this is great. But yeah. they just weren't given enough time. Like I said, it's just the three main characters over and over again spinning the same fucking arguments. It's like, come on. This is just like politics and religion. You're not going to convince the other people to, to see your way. No. To see your point of view. It's just shut the fuck up about it already. Nah. God, again, it's like, who the fuck decided Magneto had to be the main character in six movies? <laughs> six movies, dude. Like, it made sense he was the bad guy in the first movie because he's one of the biggest villains. And it made sense he was he was in X-Men First Class. He didn't need to be in any of the other movies. No. Nah. What the fuck? Why is he always in these movies? <laughs> like, it's just not... <laughs> Can we have an X-Men movie without Magneto? I hope so. And, and Mystique? Can we please have an X-Men movie without Mystique, Magneto, and please Wolverine? Well, maybe maybe the New Mutants movie. And was... who the fuck likes Charles Xavier? <laughs> Why is he so popular? <laughs> what, what fucking focus group said, you know what we need? Professor X and Mystique and Magneto all the time. Well, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Someone told us back in the '90s, dudes, we're gonna make a ton of X Men movies. Oh man, who's gonna be the main characters? Well, obviously Wolverine. Be like, huh? Fine, whatever. We'll we'll live with that because we're making X Men movies. All right, check this out. All the screen time is gonna be taken up by Professor X in his wheelchair. (laughs) Ah! Oh, and Magneto, but he's just gonna talk a lot. Ah, and Mystique, (laughs) she holds it all together. What? What? Are you serious? Those are the three? You know, it's like, what? Not like not like Cyclops and Storm and Nightcrawler? No, no, no. We'll get to them in like the end of the sixth movie. The, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, man. It's all about that Professor X Magneto arguing stuff. Yeah, like <laughs> grumpy old men. And then we're going to have them argue when they were younger. Yes, because I didn't get enough of that argument the first three fucking movies. Yeah. Yeah, they, they totally flash back to the first movie where he's like, there's good in you. <laughs> God, I know. <laughs> Star Wars. And it's funny because in like Days of Future Past when they're in the, like the super future. Yeah. Which is hysterical because <laughs> between these new movies and the 2000s, they age like 100 years. But then between the 2000 movies and the fucking distant future, they age not at all. <laughs> they finally unlock the secret to Yoda-ing. And um, and then in in the distant future, they're like, we spent so much time fighting amongst each other. We're like, you're goddamn right, you did <laughs> all the time, guys. Thanks, yeah, thanks for that. So <sighs> yeah, they've already they've hinted strongly, um, Jennifer Lawrence and stuff that they're not their contracts are done and they will not be coming back. And I was like, oh please, please, please for the love of God, just trust your instincts you're better than these now go let us have these young actors that we don't know anything about and let them be the cool mutants like and if you're gonna time jump into the 90s if you're really gonna do that can you give us shadow cat can you give us a real kitty pride yeah it'll never happen maybe 
Who knows, dude? All I know is that I read a I read a press release that's they're gonna do an X Men TV show. It's gonna be uh, about the new mutants. No, but, no, it's not. But it's, it's not. yeah, exactly. But it's like all right, so it's a spinoff of the new mutants movie, but it's starring a shitty character that no one gives a shit about. Yeah, again and again, they go back to the '90s and they tell me and you, yo guys. We're the, in the future. There's gonna be an X Men TV show. Oh my god! Yeah, it's gonna be centered around this one character. Holy shit! I can't. It's gonna be Legion. Yeah. The fuck are you talking about Professor X's weirdo kid? Yeah. Remember when he was in like those three issues? It's the whole TV show. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. I would take Jubilee or Boom Boom first. I take anybody. Legion? Are you serious? Anybody? I mean, they they rebooted him recently. To make him not as totally lame, but... Legion. That's going to be the guy we're making a TV show about. I'm not going to watch this. No, obviously not. No. The New Mutants movie, though. I'm hopeful for New Mutants movie. And I'm hopeful that Deadpool can poach a couple more X-Men for his sequel. That would rule. Because that was... Colossus was so good. He was so good. Can can I just say, in Deadpool 2, one of my hopes is that they don't use anybody from Deadpool 1. Please, keep Colossus out of your movie. You know, just use somebody else. I don't care who. It was great that it was just randomly Colossus. Don't have it be the Deadpool and Colossus hour again. That's fine, I guess. Just saying. Like, you know, just keep it up. Keep it keep it fresh. Because then, like, you know, six Deadpools later, there's still going to be Deadpool and Colossus. You know what I mean? Like, that's the route that these X-Men movies have, like, have put us on. Yeah, no, that's true. That's a good point. Anyway, so, X-Men Apocalypse. So, don't don't so, see it. <laughs> So I did see a couple other movies. I'll give them very, very short reviews. Okay. Uh, Neighbors 2. You know, I've always said that sequels to comedies are basically terrible. Mm -hmm. And as much as, like, Super Troopers is one of my favorite comedies of all time, and they recently uh, kick-started Super Troopers 2. Right. And I'm like, can't fucking wait. Deep down inside, I know. (laughs) It's probably not going to be good. But I still, you can't can't help it. Neighbors 2 was actually not bad. Okay. I mean, they took Neighbors 1, shut down the fraternity. They're like, all right, Neighbors 2, same plot, shut down the sorority. Um, same house, same everything. Um, bring back most of the same characters. But you know what? For a comedy sequel, it wasn't bad. For a comedy sequel. On mm. its own, wasn't really that good. For a comedy sequel, I mean, man, they served up frats so good. Hmm. I mean, like, the sororities were just bashing. I mean, for the amount of jokes they bash about frat parties was hysterical. Awesome. You would like it because it is a very strong feminist vibe when they're destroying frats and like uh, culture and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Chloe Grace Moritz, or Harvey Sayer, last name, um, was really good. Um, Rose Byrne was really funny. Seth Rogen, obviously, he's Seth Rogen. And um, Zach Efron was funny too. I've, um, I've, I've read that people, people were calling it better than the first one. Well, but see. It was good, but it can be better because it's it's doing the same thing. Yeah. So, but it wasn't bad. Hmm. Um, and like I said, usually most comedy sequels are just the worst. Yeah. Just the worst. I mean, like, so, you know, but compared to, like, Zoolander 2 and Hangover 2, this is way better than those. Cool. So, and, and there was definitely a couple really good laugh-out-loud moments. So, I'm not saying it's not better than the first one. But at least it didn't suck, All right. which is what most comedy sequels do. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't see it in the theater. I'd see it for free on HBO or DVD rental or something like that. Um, 
But you know, it it does it makes a really good point is about how girls hate going to frat parties. Yeah. Because it's basically in at one point they're at a frat party and they're like, I'm just waiting for an arrow, a neon sign arrow to be pointing us upstairs at the bedroom to get raped. And then they oh, look damn. over and there's a neon there's a neon sign arrow <laughs> pointing upstairs and stuff. And and you know it was funny because and they're like, we don't even like to party like this. It's so uncomfortable and stuff. And I was like thinking back to when I was in college. I was like, shit, man. I never even – like when we were in college mm-hmm. and we were all going to go to a frat party, we'd go with a bunch of guys, a bunch of girls and stuff. But we were always – we always made very sh- sure that we're like, all right, make sure we leave together. Make sure before we go, we grab all the girls that came with us or check in with them, see where they're going, what they're doing, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And we did all those things. Not not in our mind saying well, we have to make sure they don't get raped, but it was just like this is what you do. You make sure that the girls are comfortable, and then they come back with you, and then you know, and it and you know, like that's the only reason you're doing that is to make sure they don't get raped. Mm. But you don't even think about it. You're just like, all right, guys, make sure we all come back with the girls. Make sure we check in with them. Blah blah blah. And the whole thing is like we are going out to have fun. They're going out to make sure they don't get raped. Damn. And they made a a pretty strong point about that in the in uh, in this movie. Sure. But, like, that's what we always did. We were just like, oh, you know, make sure that we've got everyone or, or we know where they're going, all this stuff. And it was just like, no one, no one fucking checks in to see where one of your dude friends is going. That's true. No one is like, yo, did Tom make it back? <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> no one cares because no one's going to mess with Tom. Mm-hmm. But you're just like, yo, did, did anyone see Kelly leave with somebody? Mm-hmm. Yo, we're all leaving together. And just, Why do you do that? Because it was just ingrained in us. Even, even back then, it was just like... Things can go bad for girls at party at frat parties. Mm-hmm. So, not to dish on all frats. I'm not saying you guys are all rapists or anything. I have plenty of friends that went to frats and stuff like that. But come on, you earned your stereotype. But uh, it's true. Except except for the co-ed frats. God bless co-ed frats. There's no such. There's no such thing, Chad. Someone made a Dungeons and Dragons club and called it a co-ed frat, didn't they? <laughs> no, come there on. was no no straight up. Where where I went to college, there was a co-ed frat, and they were like your. They were the coolest. But I think by the time I left, they were like, like there wasn't enough interest to sustain it. You went to a weird art college. That's why. Come on. No, that's true. But, you know, like, I mean, you don't need to have a frat to have like a bunch of people that party every every week, (laughs) all living together. You don't need Greek life. No. And again, but Greek life is great for some people, too. Sure. So I'm not totally bashing it. And hey, man, I loved going all to your parties and your cheap beer. It was good times. But mm. I was also a, da- a guy, so I didn't really have to worry about myself. That's true. Um, but uh, yeah, so Neighbors 2 wasn't bad. And then I saw Angry Birds. So and, a- uh, Angry Birds, but with like characters and voices that are different than anything we've seen before. Yeah. So like each of the main birds in the games, they each were one individual. Like the big red Angry Bird was Jason Sudeikis. Right. And like Josh Gad was the yellow fast bird and stuff like that. Um, it wasn't bad. Angry Birds basically has one thousand gags or puns in the entire movie total. Hmm. Like they're hitting you with like ten gags or puns a minute. Okay. And two thirds of them miss, but one third of them hit. Hmm. So it wasn't too bad. Um, the first the first act was pretty boring. But then by the second act, you're getting to understand the shtick. And by the third act, I was having a good time. The third act, and they're like, they're literally in a slingshot attacking a piggy city. Nice. And that was fun. Um, the I knew the movie, but the 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 movie, uh, they had a couple little uh, moments where you're like, oh shit, this is so cool. This is for adults because 
the main three birds are climbing up this mountain to get to the mighty eagle. Mm-hmm. Their their god protector, this eagle, the only one that can fly, mm. who they haven't seen in years. And they get up there and they're like, oh, look, it, it's the pool of knowledge. And they jump into this sparkling water and they're drinking, drinking it and gurgling it and splashing each other and swimming around. <laughs> and then the eagle comes out of the cave and they're like, oh, the mighty eagle. And he just fucking takes a one minute long piss into the pool <laughs> of knowledge. Dude, dude, it's like an upskirt Michael Bay shot. Of between the eagle's legs and a stream of yellow piss <laughs> is coming down, and he's pissing into the pool. And then they do all these cutaway shots to the birds, like, <laughs> like throwing up, like scraping their tongues and stuff. And then they cut back to him taking a piss. And then they cut back to more cutaway shots to the to the birds. And they cut back, they cut back to him taking a piss four times. He's literally taking a piss for a minute, and every time it's between the eagle's legs, yellow stream of piss coming down. I was like, I wanted to like stand up and clap. I was like, Bravo! Look at this piss gag and how long it's going. He pissed longer than Austin Powers did in the first movie. (laughs) It was amazing. I was like, This is a kid's movie. He, this eagle, is fucking pissing like crazy. (laughs) Eagle piss, baby. I want to know who was in the script meeting who was like, Yo, you know what's gonna be funny? Eagle piss. Yeah, like seriously, eagle piss. I couldn't believe it. I was like, "This is so cool, man!" And I like, I was a bit slouched in my seat, you know, eating popcorn. And I was like, "I'm paying more attention to this movie. <laughs> this just got interesting." Awesome. Eagle piss. I mean, can we start a hashtag eagle piss? Yes, hashtag eagle piss. Because it was so good, I couldn't believe they and they just kept shooting. I mean, it was one thing like if maybe they shot between the eagle's legs, Michael Bay shot. Yeah. We saw like a hint of piss and then we just cut away and we just hear the noise of pissing in a stream and we can all put two and two together. Right. But no, they kept cutting back to between his legs. So we could watch him <laughs> piss into the pool of knowledge. And I was like, I love you guys. I love you this. That was awesome. Sweet. Eagle piss. Eagle piss. <laughs> so good. So, yeah, I've seen all four. Of the big May releases that I said I was going to see. I'm all caught up. Now uh, I'm just one week behind in Ninja Turtles. Cool. And Ninja Turtles, every time I see more about Ninja Turtles, I'm like, fuck, man, this looks like they're trying to give us everything that we asked for. You know? Yeah, like, I'm excited for it. They're like, all right, first you got Bebop and Rocksteady. Cool. Okay, all right, now Shredder's back. Okay, cool. We're not trying to figure out who he is. Okay. And then suddenly oh, and robots. He, he, has, he, has less, he has less metal knives this time. Yes. And like, all right. Dude. Suddenly they're fighting robots. Okay, great. All right, suddenly Krang. We're like, oh fuck! You're just like giving us everything now. Oh, and the turtles start off right off the bat of the movie. We don't waste forty minutes. Yep. And they're they're the main characters this time. Yay! So yeah, I'm excited for turtles. I'm a week behind, but I will be seeing it hopefully by next weekend. Awesome. Uh, what you may call it. <laughs> so I got I got some thunder dumps for you, Eric. Yeah. So, uh, I'm sure you've seen this. But Battle Star Wars Battlefront Three is back. It's back, baby. The game that was canceled. The game that the game that was canceled, scrapped builds of it, popped up on the internet here or there. Um, uh, so some guys that worked on it are releasing a version of it that they've retooled to take like the Star Wars out of mostly as a new game on Steam for free. Really. Yep, and now that articles are being written about it, it's gonna you know be like taken down immediately and cease and desist and stuff. But they haven't gotten any cease and desist cease and desist letters yet. But basically, they're like 
this is the game that everyone was promised that we never got. You know, uh, fuck the game that came out. This is the game yeah. you want. It's Battlefront 3. And they're like, well, we changed. They're saying, like, it's not based on any of the builds that were leaked. Mm-hmm. But they're like, it's Battlefront 3. But they re they, they retooled it into a different engine. And they're like, fingers crossed that Disney doesn't shut us down. So you could, like, download it to your PS4? Uh, no, it's on Steam. So PCs or and uh. Macs maybe are going to be able to play it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, if if it actually launches, even if it's just a day, you know, someone will download it and, you know, throw it up for, for everyone to, to have. Yeah. So hopefully, I mean, fingers crossed that it's good, one, mm-hmm. and that, two, that's like it'll actually be up for long enough for everyone to keep it afloat. It's called, it's not called uh, Star Wars, it's called Galaxy in Turmoil. Nice. That's perfect. (laughs) I know. So just just Google that. There's a trailer up and everything. Now, is that true that I remember reading that report? I don't know if it was a rumor or if it was true that the reason why the new Star Wars Battlefront didn't have single player was because they had to rush it to get it out in time to coincide with the movie. That's what everybody says. Fuck you guys. The dumbest reason ever. But yep. Yep, rushed rush it right out the door, cut the single player so they could, you know, just focus on multiplayer. But that that happens so often nowadays is like you ever since Minecraft, you kind of like get this buying into like the early build of the game. Like you get to be like the first person to play it, but it's not finished. And so like you can buy it in like March and it won't mm-hmm. have all the features like Street Fighter Five, you know, won't have all the fighters or any of the modes or anything. Uh, and then eventually, by Christmas time, it'll be like a full-fledged game, and there'll mm-hmm. either be like a price cut, or like they'll like slap some new paint and sell it as like an upgraded version or something. Happens all the time. I mean, Battlefront, one of my favorite games of all time, and I don't even want to touch it now. It's like the girl you had a crush on in high school, and then years later, she finally is into you, but you found out she's banged like 50 dudes. Yep. And you're just like, nah. Or gain some weights. That happened with uh, uh, girls into in high school. And, uh, and like, right after college, she's like, hey, let's reconnect. I was like, oh, man, this is cool, totally cool. And then uh, we went to go get, like, some coffee. And and uh, when I saw her, I was like, oh, my God, what happened to your head? Your head <laughs> is huge now. <laughs> yeah. What happened to you? You've had a hard life. <laughs> oh, I used to... Um... When in college, when I used to be a radio station DJ, you know, for the college station. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, every once in a while, I would get asked out on blind dates by people who'd call the station. <laughs> Seriously, like three times, three times, right? Awesome. Three times I got asked out on blind dates. And every time I was like, fuck it, sure, man. And every single time, I would arrange to meet them at the same coffee house. Yes. And I would sit down there for one strawberry smoothie mm. and then leave. And all three times, I was like, oh, damn it. You're not the droid I'm looking for. <laughs> but I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I can sit and talk to anyone for half an hour and drink my strawberry smoothie. But it was like same table and everything. Like the barista must have known what was going on. Yeah. Because then when I actually dated girls too, like girls that I did know what they looked like, I would go there also. Strawberry smoothie, <laughs> table in the back. You know, there's not a lot to do in college anyway. So Let's do it. That's, that's straight up like Lady and the Tramp. Like when the tramp takes uh, the lady to his, yeah. uh, you know, to the back alley of the uh, the Italian <laughs> yeah. place, they're like, "Yeah, he's getting some tonight. Here's some yep. meatballs." 
And I'm pretty sure one of those blind date chicks then saw me with another chick at that same table during the Star Wars movie. And I was like, I, I wasn't even embarrassed. I was like, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. You had me for half an hour. Just be happy. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, you're not taking this away from me. You're, I'm not so embarrassed that I'm going to give up my spot in my strawberry smoothie for you. It's not happening. <laughs> it's my shit. Yo, that's like, you're like, you're like the, uh, you're like the lawyer chick from Jessica Jones. She's like, hey, I'm gonna take, uh, take, gonna take my new fling to my favorite restaurant. She's oh, like, man. and everything's good. And her ex-wife shows up, and she's like, she proposed to me here. <laughs> I remember one time, yeah, exactly. One time I was having the dating Olympics where I was juggling three girls at the same time. <laughs> Damn. And I was trying to figure out who gets the gold, who gets the silver, who gets the bronze. <laughs> and uh, so I was, I was out with, uh, I was out with uh, gold. And silver walked by. Oh no! And me and me and uh, me and gold were like eating ice cream, and you know wasn't doing anything. But gold walked by and just kind of gave me a look, and I just kind of like scooched a little bit farther away from silver or from uh, from gold, and I was like, "Hey, how's it going?" <laughs> and it's like she knew us. Oh, I was fucking known as eating ice cream, man. You can't eat ice cream with a girl. Mm-hmm, means something. She was silver anyway. She lost out. Oh man. But yeah, I remember there was like there was like two months where it's just kind of like, I mean, I'm not, I wasn't like a super player in college or anything, but it just kind of randomly happened. It's a, you go, you have like a dry spell and no one's into you, and mm-hmm. then you got like you got the stank on you, and then everyone wants you. So uh, <laughs> it's the same same way with jobs. You know, it's like man, you could totally. put your you could put your resume out there. You know, you like do all this stuff. You know, like uh, just to try and get yourself into the game and like. Uh, go everywhere, cold call, et cetera, et cetera, get nothing, and then all of a sudden, everyone's knocking down your door all at the same time. Totally agree. If you are currently employed, other people want to employ you. Yeah. As soon as you're unemployed and looking for a job, no one will give you one. It's so strange. They're like, why the fuck? You're unemployed. I don't want you right now, but I would totally want you if other people wanted you. Yeah. That's, so that's totally what happens. When you're in a relationship, other people are like, I fucking want you. Because I see someone else wants you. But if you're single, like, hey, it's cool. I'm single now. They're like, ah, I just don't see the attraction. I don't just know. Yep. I don't know what I was thinking. It's like, fuck you, man. Yeah. It's like Sideways. You ever see the movie Sideways? Mm, no, because it's Gwyneth Paltrow's stupid. It was it was, it was, was decent. It was decent. It was like Paul Giamatti's like, breakout uh, into like superstar. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I th- I was thinking like sliding glasses or something. No, oh. Sideways. There's a they fucking drink a lot of wine. Yeah, I didn't yes. watch that either. Oh, it was it was actually good. There's one scene, and there's one scene in the movie where he's like he's he's trying to work up the uh, trying to work up the the gumption to to like smooch this girl that's like he's crushing on her and she's crushing on him, and they're like talking about wine and metaphors and shit, and he like loses his uh, confidence, and mm-hmm. he's like fuck, and he and he leaves. The conversation goes into like the bathroom like prep talks himself up to he's like you're a fucking loser fucking go out there and kiss her and then he goes back out there and she's totally not into him anymore like it was like a switch like boom you missed your chance man oh yeah too bad buddy yeah um let's see what was on my thunder them place well i mean it's it's old news now but captain america turned heel finally no i don't even want to talk about it no marvel you fucking suck marvel having captain america say hail hydra fuck off so stupid. Yeah. Come on, guys. You know, like that one thing I posted on Facebook that I, I don't even know where. I want to give it credit, but I don't know where I found it. Mm-hmm. But um, I was going all over the net where it has like it, Captain America says Hail Hydra. 
And Batman says, I shot my parents. Yes. And Spider-Man says, fuck responsibility. Daredevil <laughs> says, I can see the whole time. Uh, Deadpool says, I hate chimichangas. And John Cena's like, you can see me. Yes. It's like, that's exactly <laughs> the thing. Like, you can't, you can't take the one core. Oh, I lost you. Classic icon of a character and change that. You can't do it, dude. Yeah. You can't say he's been asleep raising for Hydra this whole time. You can't. You suck. Yeah. Whoever came up with that idea. And they're like, oh, it's great. We've been like planting little clues for the last two years. I don't give a shit, dude. Yeah. I don't give a shit. You can't change that one character. Like, I'm okay with Iceman being secretly gay uh-huh. for the last 50 years, even though we know he wasn't secretly gay for the last 50 years. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm like, I wasn't at first, you know. I don't have a problem with him being gay. I just had a problem with someone changing a character after 50 years. But I was like, you know what? It works because it's not like Iceman had a lot going on. So if you want to change him, I can get on board with that. You can't fucking change Captain America to be a Hydra spy. Even if later they say, well, he was brainwashed. He didn't even realize it. So he has been good this whole time. Fuck you guys. That's so stupid. It's so dumb. Aha. But is it dumb? Because guess what, dude? While everyone's been making memes and bitching about it and, like, you know, like, blowing up Twitter and Instagram about Captain America, et cetera, et cetera, you know what nobody's been talking about? What? That DC just rebooted their universe. Mm, I don't know. I mean, yes, like, Marvel wears total dicks releasing the Captain America thing right at the same time as the DC reboot. And they're like, oh, it was total accident. I mean, I guess it worked out, but, you know, we didn't mean to. It's like, fuck you guys. But that's okay. Captain America, That I'll get over that. The DC reboot looks cool. The, wow. the DC, oops, sorry, we figured out five years after <laughs> you guys that the new 52 is stupid, mm-hmm. but we've managed to use it in a way to make it all good. And I was like, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, except for a couple things. A couple things going to irk me. Now, I'm not going to get into every single thing, but I think like on par with the dumbness of Captain America going rogue uh, and going evil is uh, they they brought back Dr. Manhattan from the Watchmen to be like the ultimate villain in the DC universe. Maybe we should have like a big comic episode next week. Yeah. I got to read some comics then. Well, no, I mean, maybe just more superhero stuff. Because, I mean, I I haven't given my uh, TV season finale recap of, like, Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, and Gotham. Okay. So we do that, plus we can do the comics and stuff. Let's do it. Because I see we're 58 minutes into this one. But... Ah, yeah, no, all right, all right, all right. So, but, um, I, I would, I would no. end by saying, it's dumb. It's dumb. Why did you do that? It's not as dumb as Captain America. It's not as meme-tastic as Captain America going evil. But, man, they sure tried. I, I mean... Luckily, now we have press passes to go to New York Comic Con this year, so we can find the guys responsible for the Captain America (laughs) heel turn and just kick them in the dicks (laughs) really hard. It's like, no, dude, you don't get it. Like, when Hulk Hogan turned to the NWO, that worked. Yes. That worked. Captain America saying, Hail Hydra, fuck you, man. Well, check it out. Fuck you. Check it out. That is the perfect metaphor for what's happening, because when he went uh, to the NWO... Everyone said exactly what you said. Fuck you. How dare you? You know, you can't change this character. You know, like uh, he said, the fans can stick it, brother. And everyone got really pissed at him. But everyone gave him so much interest. No, no, no. No one got pissed. I thought it was the greatest thing ever. Hmm. When it happened, everyone that was in that stadium right there, yeah, they threw cups at him and stuff. But it was mostly like younger kids and stuff like that. And just it was just the shock made people boo. Like the next day, it was all over television. I was like... 
this is awesome. I haven't cared about Hulk Hogan in like 10 years. Mm. And like, and the thing is, the NWO was already a cool buzz because Diesel and Razor, obviously they weren't called that, but Diesel and Razor, they had already been showing up for like three or four months right. and they were really cool on their own. So Hulk Hogan joined a movement. Mm. Captain America has not joined a cool movement. Also, I'm so goddamn sick of people saying Hail Hydra, whether it's like fucking Shield, Agents of Shield or something like that. It's like this, it's just like the easiest thing to do. Uh, we'll just say, yo, you know this guy? Hail Hydra. Whoops. Yeah. Not on your team. Gotcha again. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I will contribute to that by saying that um, the last time anyone gave a shit about Captain America is when the Falcon became Captain America. Yeah, and so now- maybe, maybe next week Falcon will be like, kill Whitey. <laughs> I, that, that's what I'm thinking. Is like, all right. So for the last uh, few months, there have been two Captain Americas. Now one of them's gone evil. Clearly, it's up to Sam Wilson, aka the Falcon, aka the real Captain America, to take out old Captain America. Uh, it's so stupid. Maybe the Winter Soldier next would be like, "Yo, actually, I fucking volunteered <laughs> to assassinate everyone. It was awesome. They didn't even pay me. I they didn't have to." <laughs> I was like, just unfreeze me. I just love fucking people's lives up. Oh, I mean, you can't, you can't have Captain America be a Hell Hydra, dude. It's so stupid. Yeah, it's dumb. Come on, man. Especially coming, coming off the heels of how fucking good Captain America 3 was. You know, It's like, like wait a minute. Captain America punched out Hitler, and he was a double agent for Hydra? Come on, man. Yeah. Come no, on. It's, no, it's clearly it's just to piss people off and sell comics. I mean, it's all, it's all it is. It's the same thing with Superman, dude. If you're gonna turn Superman bad, it's because he's under control of something. Yeah. Or make it, or an alternate version of Superman, or an alternate universe. But you can't take the core Superman, you know, and have him burn Lois Lane's tits off. It just can't happen. I mean, that's why they meet. Like the the writer immediately backed his story up by saying like he's not a clone, which is you know what we've seen before. It's like, oh, why Spider Man acting like an idiot? He's a clone. You know, they, uh, they've always got, like, a B story in their back pocket just in case. Yeah, no, I just... Hail Hydra, come on, man. Like, if you want to have him turn bad and have a reason right now, right now, if there's a reason why he should turn bad, that's fine. But don't fucking say, yo, over your entire lifespan while you've thought this about Captain America, no, that's actually not true. Come on, dude. Just have him turn bad right now. And, you know, may, and you can come up with a good enough reason for it now. Right. You know, I I loved during uh, nobody nobody liked it the um, uh, the annual, but uh, when it was revealed, I think like last year or two years ago, that that OG vanilla Nick Fury was actually living like on a planet, and the whole time that you thought that Nick Fury was around, he was actually like off assassinating like alien threats with like yeah. gamma bullets. I was like, that's fucking cool. Yeah, I was okay with that. Yeah, but like you know, just but that's like all right. So so you have like two Nick Furies at the same time, you know. One of them, you know, has this cool new backstory. It's a totally new character, you know. He's like Bruce Wayne from like Batman Beyond, like old dude, which is kind of what we had like for a little bit when uh, Steve Rogers lost. They took the Super Soldier Serum out of him because uh, it was malfunctioning, and he became like old Steve Rogers, you know, like the old grizzled yeah. mentor. It's like all right, awesome. Let's go yeah, with that. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Yeah, and then new Captain America was making out with new Thor, and it was like, okay, sweet, we're building something here. Awesome. Yeah, couldn't, you couldn't Hail do that Hydra. before. And really, you have to turn, and, and, and look at the timing. Like, 
Captain America, and we we didn't really get into this, but Captain America was awesome in Captain America Civil War. Yeah. He was great. He was awesome. And really, two, three weeks after, he was so awesome in this movie, you're having the comic book guy saying, Hail Hydra? Come on. Yeah. That's dumb. Like, he fully supported the meme that they made of him. Did you see that? Yes. (laughs) They superimposed Avengers 2, and he rips that um, log in half, and they put the comic book on top of it. Yes. That was awesome. Yeah, no, he, he created the hashtag, Say It Ain't So. And it like yeah. went viral. Chris Come Evans, on. dude, he's awesome. Can I can I just say? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, it's fine. I, I was I was gonna say to to, <laughs> to end that. I watched Civil War. It was awesome, but oh, yeah. uh, but I have different feelings than you uh, toward the end. At the end of your non-spoiler review, and this is gonna be into spoiler territory, by the way. Yeah, we're fine. Uh, and at the end of your Civil War War review, you said you were more after after the the movie. You thought you'd be on Team Cap's side, but then you turn out that you felt like you were on Team Tony's side, Team Stark. I've never been on Tony's side. What the fuck were you listening to? You said you said it. What? Didn't you? I thought no you did. No way. No, I was Team Cap's side, and I felt like they did a better job than I thought. They The movie did a better job than the comic book did of giving Tony Stark a reason to be on the side that he was. Yeah. Tony Stark in the comic book was an idiot. And a, and a bad guy. Like, he wasn't reprogramming bad guys in this, like, Venom and stuff to serve him. So I felt like they did a good job of making a gray area for whatever side you were on. Mm-hmm. But I was still Team Cap. Okay. Because Captain America was right. Iron Man was Team Cap. Iron Man came all the way up to wherever the fucking base was. And he was like, I'm trying to apologize. You were right. Yeah. And the only reason they end up really fighting is because then, then he sees this impossible, impossible surveillance footage <laughs> with three different camera angles. I know. Like we see the we see the surveillance footage of his parents being killed by the Winter Soldier. We see it from like a streetlight. That makes sense. Then there's a close up of the Winter Soldier killing the dad, and then there's a close up through the car window of him of him uh, <laughs> choking out the mom. It's like, hmm, yeah, yeah. I remember back in '91 when we had all these surveillance cameras and we could see. Many different images. Okay. Yeah. So surveillance cool. camera in the forest in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. And anyway, the implausibility of that sure. But when when that happened, I was like, holy shit! Oh, yeah. they're fucked now. Right, and then that made more sense. Now it's just a grudge match fight. Yeah, that was perfect. That was I was like, that was perfect. With the whole entire thing, Iron Man has been like back and forth about like, do I really believe in my cause? Like, am I doing the right thing? You know, he's been, like, really torn up about, like, you know, like, they're they're murdering people out there. And then he sees his mom get murdered. He's like, well, all debate is out the window, dude. And yeah. you could just tell, like, Captain America's like, ah, fuck, uh, I know. Yeah. And he was like, he's like, did you know? And Captain America's like, well, you see, in Captain America 2, there mm-hmm. was this moment when I saw those news articles flashing through. And I did see something about your parents being murdered. Mm. So, yeah, I kind of knew. So, but I mean, no, I loved it. And technically, Captain America won. He yeah. took a shield and shut down Iron Man. And I was like, fuck yeah. Yep. Cap wins and then just ditches his shield. Fine. I don't even want the shield anymore. You have it. Yeah. That, that was, was great. That was perfect. And the, uh, well, the, they're doing the, in the, deep, the Blu ray trailers now, but, or the, like, the new trailers now, but like, fucking Ant Man as Giant Man. Holy oh, shit. When that happened, I was like, oh, I thought they were going to save this for Ant-Man 2, but here it is. Ant-Man and Spider-Man were both so good in that movie. Yeah. And so perfectly helped me forget about Thor and Hulk. Yeah. 
you have been replaced, guys. But I like what Marvel's doing. Marvel's like, all right, we're doing solo movies, but you don't have to be solo in the solo movies anymore because we've got lots of perfect guys that can help out. Hulk is going to be great in Thor. I'm pretty sure of it. Yep. Spider-Man and Ant-Man were perfect in Captain America. And same, same with Falcon. Mm-hmm. It was great. And now Iron Man is going to be in Spider-Man and Captain America is going to be in Black Panther. It's great, dudes. I yeah. love it. I love it. You guys have built a great universe. Good job. Yep. Fuck you, DC. Yeah. <laughs> actually, it was it was actually really good that DC that Batman vs Superman failed because now they're like, well, they finally pulled their heads out of their asses and they're just totally restructuring everything. Yeah. So Suicide Squad will be great, and then Justice League will hopefully be good, and if not, at least the solo Batman movie will be the tits. Yeah. When they when Batman vs Superman continued to you know get all these negative press and negative reviews, and they didn't pull the creative team for Justice League. For whatever reason, I'm like, all right, well, don't have to go see that movie. Yeah. Well, more the all same. they did was they put Jeff Johns in total control now, though. Yeah. And that's going to make a huge difference. Hopefully. I mean, fing- fingers crossed, but uh, I'm just like super low expectations. Yeah. I know because no, when they when they showed all the rest of the Justice League in those like seven minutes that was unnecessary in Batman vs. Superman, yeah. none of them jumped out as anyone I cared about. Oh. <laughs> like I love the Flash, and even there, I was like, "That's the Flash." Uh, yeah, and, and like, uh, I mean, even I've seen like the moments where they're like, "Look at Aquaman." I'm like, ah, yeah, I still don't give a shit. Sorry. Yeah, look at Cal Drogo in swimsuit. Yeah. Ah, who gives a shit, dude? And they're like, "Look at uh, Cyborg frying on a table." Ah, who cares? <laughs> ah. ah. Like, can you fast? Can you fast track the, the uh, Shazam movie with the Rock in it, please? Please. Anything. That's what we want. Give give the people what they want. You know, start start at the last six seconds of X Men Apocalypse. Start at like these trailers for the second Ninja Turtles movie, which is like, all right, you wanted fan service, we're maybe gonna give it to you. You know what's a bummer though is that Ninja Turtles took number one at the box office, knocked X Men off, but only took in like two thirds of the gate that it did last movie. Hmm. Because. A lot of people probably got burned by how bad the last movie was. Sure. So even though they did everything right this time, it's not going to make nearly as much movie well, or money. So well, ser- serves you right for shooting yourselves in the foot with a kryptonite bullet. I'm just afraid they're going to be like, "Oh, see, this is what we get when we make a fan movie." Whatever. I think the whole industry is swinging more towards like like fan service, you know, and less about like the '90s, 2000s, old worlds. Uh, comic book movies where they're like, here's our individual twist. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I didn't even get to The Witness. So uh, I think we're calling it quits for now. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. We are the Jumpman Podcast. You can check us out every single week over at jumpmanpodcast.com. Over on iTunes, subscribe to us there. We're on retrowaretv.com, elder-geek.com. And uh, on Facebook. Thanks so much for everybody for uh, for giving us a shout outs every once in a while. Um, yeah, uh, we're officially, officially, officially going to be at uh, New York Comic Con this October. I will uh, officially have a pint or at least a Subway sandwich <laughs> at the Subway up the street uh, for for anybody, any friends of the podcast, or if you just like, if you just cool, uh, that'd be awesome. But uh, I will well, drink any beer that someone buys for me. <laughs> Any beer, even if I don't see it get poured. Ooh. Well, you are a man, so you're not enough. Exactly. Exactly. I will buy, I will drink any beer that someone buys for me. 
Yeah, that's like a Especially general. Especially if you're dressed up as Boba Fett or Shadowcat or Judge Dredd. <laughs> yeah, Judge Judge Dredd buying somebody a beer. I can't. I've read too many Judge Dredd comics to think that that would be normal. That's true. Yeah, Judge Dredd. I mean, like Judge Dredd bought you a beer, like comic book Judge Dredd, to be like, what the fuck is happening? Well, yeah, I mean that guy's crazy. Yes, <laughs> it's like there are actual fascists in that comic, and he is like. He, he's like the one person that's holding their fascist government up. Yeah. Anyway. All right, I really got it. All right. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. All right. Peace. Jumpman engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand, one shall